All right, welcome back, strangers. It's uh, March 2nd, 2022. And you know what day that is. It's motherfucking Joshua Jason Fritch's 30th birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, big bro. I uh, I could go on a long tangent about how much you mean to me and like how big of a mentor you are. But I've told you, I feel like, enough times that, like how much you mean to me. I don't always need to express it but just know that today was a good day for me because i was thinking about you and i love you and all that you bring to our family and it's just it's an honor to be your brother honestly and that's how i've always felt so happy birthday appreciate it appreciate it it's uh i was really glad that i got to spend time with you and mom and dad and kurt and mom a little bit too over the weekend. That was, I felt like that was my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, that, was, was, a, that was a highlight for me too. I feel good about it. Just having fun and, you know, living life with my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brady and Corey, it was really nice to see them too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We had a lot of good laughs. I felt that was the best gift I think I could have ever gotten. Yeah, so we we were up in uh, Hillman at Fletcher's Pond. I was telling some people about it, Josh, and a lot of people knew where that was. Oh, really? About three hours north of um, where I live, where we live. So <clears throat> we were up there for the weekend and got a lot of drinks in, and I can't... Uh, I don't know. I can't uh, shake the good feeling that it gave me. Yeah, same. It felt it just felt really good to laugh. So I feel like it's been way too long for that. Like deep belly laugh too. Laugh until your smile oh, hurt. Just dying. My my <laughs> ribs hurt. Uh, it's an ab workout laughing like that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah that doesn't happen often so it's no it's a good feeling yeah I agree it was it was a good rate of ring in my 30s before it was actually here it's funny how many people have said like oh number 30 like that's weird that you're that old and uh, Bucky's dad was texting me and he's like, big 30 this year, huh? And I, and I was like, it's a weird number, isn't it? And he's like, you think that's weird? Think about what 60 feels like. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. 30 literally is like a blink of an eye. I mean, I know how I feel at my age right now. So does it just feel the same? You're just still pretty much a kid just going through it, <laughs> living life. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like a child. Most days, I still feel like a child. That's just like, you know, now grown man's body. <laughs> it's weird. I love it, It's though. a cool, yeah, same. It's a cool number to, to be on because, I don't know, I was telling you over the weekend and saying to people, just I feel healthier than I, even when I turned 25, I feel in much better shape, like have much better habits nutrition-wise. 
it, like it's really like that number just kind of really made me even self reflect about like what my twenties was like and where I'm at to start my thirties. And I'm like, Oh, it's so much different. Like to me, I feel like it's going to be so much better. Yeah, I, I could agree. You just have a lot more figured out. Yeah. I don't know if better is the right word, but it would just be, it'd be different. You know, you're at a much different age. So you've got a little, little life experience behind you <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, you got the big old magic 30, uh, the 30 mug that dad got when he turned 30. And that will be getting passed down here in well, like five or six years when Kurt turns 30. And then to me, I was just wondering, yeah. that, like, do you have any, like, that's a cool tradition. Like, do you have any else that you've ever thought of like that? Or is this just kind of a, a thing because mom and dad handed it down? yeah i've i've known that i wanted that cup but i kind of forgot about it be, uh because i haven't been at home but every time i'm home i always use that so we always mom always joked with me that she's like you're the next closest to that one you're gonna get it once you turn 30 and of course she remembered that i i was surprised been one of my favorite gifts so then I was like, well, if you gifted it to me, I'm not keeping it. I'm passing that shit on to Kurt when he turns 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I specifically remember a moment when I was home and mom, I said something about the mug. I'm like, put it in a box to get rid of. And she's like, no, can't get rid of that. Josh is getting close to 30. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a good reason to keep that one. But the 20 other ones we have, we can get rid of. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a dope ass mug. I think doesn't even have as much as a chip in it. It holds like 20 ounces too. <laughs> well, I fucking want- love it. That's why I always take it. Yeah. You want a big coffee, a vente? <laughs> yeah. Um, don't waste my time with the little coffee cups. <laughs> Give me the American size. Yeah, I always take the big cup unless I'm trying to, like, there's days where I try to cut down a little bit and drink a little less, but it's pretty much a standard two cups. But to mo- most people, I think it would be equivalent to four cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I actually had a free Starbucks coffee today and I forgot about it. Didn't get it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> what are what are some of the other best places to go on your birthday that like give you free stuff? I don't know. I always think of Texas Roadhouse because they're fucking obnoxious with their happy birthday songs. And it sucks to be that person whose birthday it is. And, you, <laughs> and your friends tell them. Oh, God. Yeah. You just got to embrace it. The more awkward you make it feel, the worse it is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I feel like being a being a teacher and just being dumb and silly and stuff, I'm just like the more you just embrace some stupid situation like that, the faster you get through it, less miserably. Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. Just like you know you're not gonna think about that. I always uh I always say that to Danielle too. Like, if you're not gonna think about it in five years, don't think about it. Don't waste your time thinking about it. Yeah. If you're not going to be thinking about it an hour from now, like just just have fun with that, like one minute of time. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like people that get really anxious about it have social anxiety, and obviously, but <laughs> not obviously. 
I don't mean it in like a rude way, just probably some sort of social, like I, I think about doing it to dad and he'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just not the, not the type. No. <laughs> Free blizzard at uh, DQ on your birthday. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. If you go to Denny's, uh, show your ID to prove it's your birthday, and you get a free Grand Slam breakfast. Two pancakes, two eggs, two bacon strips, and two sausages. It's pretty good Denny's. for free. That's pretty good. Yeah, Denny's hooking it up. <laughs> you and Becky going to head to Denny's? <laughs> get on your trap shit and just go. There's, there's some other places I'd go before that. <laughs> Oh, you get a free Happy Meal at McDonald's. Of course. <laughs> Pretty much at all the um, coffee places, you get a free coffee. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I was uh, I was in Lapeer today. I went to Aldi, and I was going to go through Starbucks. And I was like, you know what? I got coffee and creamer at home. Why am I going to pay five bucks for a coffee? <laughs> like because i yeah. do it every time i'm like if i did it once in a while it's fine but every time i see a starbucks now i'm like let's go get a coffee <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. least like I... you've had to become desensitized to it because like you lived you've lived in places where it's right next to where you live <laughs> yeah 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 i drink it way more i drink way more like bought coffees in hong kong than i ever than i have here i barely buy coffees here just because we have so many more good choice like choices at home and so i'm not as apt to go buy one like i was in hong kong i'd just go on lunch and stuff at hong kong i would fuck i'd eat starbucks or drink starbucks every day pretty much <laughs> i'd go on a stretch like for a week just have starbucks for lunch coffee and a sandwich can't beat it <laughs> yeah you were it was a little different there though it's not like you were gonna cook all the time so yeah have I a mean, kitchen yeah we didn't really have a kitchen and our fridge was tiny so like you could i would cook like chicken and stuff and then take it to lunch but most every day i just ate lunch out yeah i know it was did just you, easier did you like that uh do you miss that schedule the two-hour lunch break <laughs> I don't know if I really miss the two-hour lunch break, but I miss like being in a place where I had enough time for lunch that I could walk somewhere and get like a pretty nice meal for affordable cost, like for lunch. And it's like way better than a meal. Not way better. Like right now, I take I take my lunch every day, and my lunches are pretty good, but. I mean, it's me reheated where, like, that shit was coming, meat coming hot off the grill, like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man. So, I was going to ask you, Josh, uh, in the last 30 years, what do you think your top three moments that come to mind are? And I know that's, like, a, like insanely hard to think about, but just name three. I bet a few come to mind. Oh, let's see. I've got two. 
I just need a third one. I don't know. It's hard to narrow it down to three. It's like you get recency bias because it's like I was older and more mature. So like the first, like if it was the first 10 and then versus second 10, it'd be easier. But I think obviously most recently moving to Hong Kong with Becky, that's obviously a huge life moment for me. I mean, that changed the way that I just think about life and think about the world. So that's easily one of the, the biggest was, three moments. It was paradigm shifting. Yeah, for sure. It, it like blew my mind and created a whole new world <laughs> at the same time. You know, like that's, it, it was just like a, a life-changing experience for the better. <sighs> Meet some of my best friends there, but just a special, really special moment in time. Yeah. And like to have and get to, to get to go through it with like another person that you're closest with is I think it just drove us that much closer together because we relied on each other and supported each other and knew that if we could get through something like that together that it was an extremely special like connection. Yeah. No, I understand that. That's that is definitely a, a life-changing moment. Yeah. And it's something that you guys will always reference and think about while you're here. And it's just like, that's cool as fuck. Not, there's just not many people, especially where we're from, that can say that. Yeah. And it's really cool. I think the, another one would probably be when I first, when I moved up north in Michigan, I think that was a really good moment for me. Uh, like, was, yeah, when I lived in Wall, like on Walloon Lake, and it was great because I got to live by myself for a little while. I was in kind of like a fucked up headspace a lot of the time, just because I wasn't satisfied in like certain areas of my life, but I wasn't willing to like take take the the jump or have the courage to really make a a decision. And I learned a lot from like that time period of my life, like my mid, like early mid twenties, I learned a lot, but moving up there kind of set that off just because I got to be on my own, like by myself, uh, renting my own house. And it was in the place that I had always dreamed of living. So uh, like when I think about being in Michigan, like that, I only lived there really for just over a year and like to still I think about that place as being my home just because I loved it so much yeah so I would say that time period because it was like something I'd always envisioned myself doing and then to actually do it as an adult and be like be there I said I'd even though I had like some weird times like every day was a good day just driving home yeah I mean for anybody that doesn't know you that's like your favorite was always your favorite vacation spot in Michigan, at least like, and I think probably out of anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It's a summer and during, especially during the summertime. I also love the winter time because like I'm a sucker for like being in a touristy city. So you're, you're a touristy place where you're getting a lot of people. But then once the winter comes, it's just the locals and it dies right down. Like I love that for some reason. 
So that was really cool to like it too. Cause it's kind of like that around the thumb, like or be just being on the water is like that summer towns. Yeah, definitely. In, in cold States like uh, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, but, that's definitely a cool memory too. Like I feel like whenever you move somewhere new, it's just depending on where you are in that moment, like mentally and what your mindset and what your goals are at that time. I feel like it's always like it always changes when you move somewhere brand new. Like yeah. Especially when it's like a long distance. Right. Which that's pretty far. Like that's like four hours away from home mm-hmm. after. I mean, yeah, it's been I mean, unpleasant for two or for five years, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's when you move somewhere, you have to create a whole new network of people and you have to find like your own little way in, um, like where you can just find some like joy or some con- social connection. And every time you move, you have to redo that. So it's really like on top of the financial decision and everything else, it's like a huge decision because you're giving up being really comfortable and being with people that you really know really well. But the amount of people that I've met, sometimes I kind of take it for granted. I don't even really realize how many people I've actually met, like all around the world, all everywhere I've gone. But like every time I've found, have found really good people. And there's always people that like have influenced my life for the better and changed it for the better. And I feel like both times I moved because you have to, you know, when you bond with some people that are like new people that you've never met before, you're going to find good and bad people. And they leave almost even like just a, just supremely special spot in your heart because it's such a, sometimes like for us, it's like, for me, it's been just a short window in time, but they've made a huge impact on me. And I hope they ha- that I have for them as well. So that's something I really enjoy about moving. Uh, but also I know how hard it is too. Yeah. With moving comes not breaking off friendships, but if you're somebody in, or if you're close to somebody and you're seeing them, you know, even if it's only a few times a week, like that's quite a bit for like a friendship. Yeah. And then when you move to never see somebody, it's always rough. So that part sucks right. too. Yeah, for sure. It, it, I know how it feels. It's just, right. It's like but not most, having you or Kurt even like within like a or living in the house like that's it felt weird for a while but yeah it takes time I feel like it's we're all just yeah to it. I felt like for me uh, just because I was the oldest brother too that I just like when I moved back into mom and dad's and it was just me I never felt weird because I had moved out first so it was weird being the first one to move out. And then it was weird not living with you and Kurt being in the house. And then Kurt was gone. So it what didn't really change for me because I wasn't there anyways. So when I went back, it was like when I'd be there by myself, I was like, oh, this is this is how it was always supposed to be. But for some reason, they decided to have two more. So. <laughs> oh, you dirty bagger. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Your life would have been so boring if you didn't have two younger brothers to beat in basketball and baseball every day because you were five years ahead of us, <laughs> eight mm-hmm. years ahead of me, seven, I mean, 
The practice squad. And then Yeah, you got one more. Those were two good ones, though. I think it's pretty easy. I think meeting Becky has changed my life an extraordinary amount just because of her love and support. Like, I, I feel more like myself than I've ever been. And I feel like really comfortable in my own skin. And she's helped me a lot with that, just like by giving me support and just sometimes I know how miserable I can be to be around, but it just never wavers. And she's always really patient with me and I'm a super patient person myself, but I know like if you're around me when I'm not in a good mood, it's also very miserable. So Mm -hmm. for anyone to be able to put up with like that kind of attitude, I am very, very thankful for, and she never wavers. So I think that is a, I, I would I would be kidding myself if I said anything else other than that. I like that. That's good. That's good. You guys, it makes me happy seeing you happy. And just like seeing you finally not being constrained or like restrained, I guess, and like your happiness is like one of the best feelings. Like, and I know you have not so good days everybody does but and i know our, especially like i know how you feel i know how kurt feels some days it's just like it can be hard yeah and it's just but it's always nice knowing that i have you guys to have my back too and like you're good about you're good about being close and like that to us and a lot of friends so that's a, a very special, um, very special trait. It really is. Yeah. I hope everybody, I think everybody that I've, that I, you know, like has reached out today even, which is amazing. It makes you feel really special, but it's, I really enjoy it because I try not to leave any on bad terms with most people that I meet. And I want to leave positive thoughts or memories in your head. And I, I think in my mid twenties, that really shifted for me, you know, just kind of having an ego check and just get getting handed some life really helped that. But everybody that I've talked to today, it's just so nice to just text them and catch up. And it's meaningful because you, you take some time to reach out because I don't really do that on other people's, you know, on everybody's birthdays. So I really appreciate it and take the time to just like text with them back and forth and see how they're doing and what's new. And I enjoy that because I really do. When I tell people I miss them, it's for me, if I tell you I miss like, that's my biggest compliment. It's just like, I miss you. I want, I wish we could hang out. Uh, And I feel like I've said that to everybody today. It's like, man, it's been too long. Oh yeah. I'm sure it has. (laughs) <laughs> it always feels like that with any friend I've ever made too. Like I just don't get to see them enough. But it's tough when you're living life, right? And you got a routine and schedule to follow there in a week, and weekends are busy, full of doing different things. Yeah, but it's been 
I mean, this month went February flew by. I don't know how you feel about it, but it's like, oh, I yeah. think I, I did something every to. weekend and it flew by. Like, holy shit. That's good. Usually this time period, February can be kind of a long month because it's usually the coldest month, especially there. Yeah. But it's also kind of goes fast because, you know, spring's approaching. So that anticipation for the summer just starts to kind of ramp up and it feels start to feel that little excitement as the nights get a little bit longer and the mornings start a little earlier. Yeah, you get a little bit of excitement because we get like one one warm day and it melts all the snow and then three days later it's snowing and 20 degrees again <laughs> pretty much that's how it goes here pretty much have you uh you feel like michigan's been the most radical weather that you've ever lived in now that you've lived a couple of different places oh i thought they were all like i think they're all different like hong kong was extreme but it was extreme in a different way because it was miserably hot and then the winter time was it was beautiful it was mild you could be outside in a t-shirt and maybe actually have to take a thousand steps before you sweat <laughs> so that weather was crazy but then like living up north the amount of snow that we got was insane and then Baltimore has been kind of I, – I think Baltimore is like living in lower Michigan, but just not as cold. Yeah. It's just cold and, like, dark, you know, very dark, and then also, like, windy and cold. But, like, lower Michigan is, is that, but 30, 20, 30 degrees colder during the winter most days. Not most days, but sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times um yeah so i had a i had a buddy reach out to me earlier and it was great to hear from him like and you were reminding me of it because you were saying like it was good to text and catch up with people and he was asking me he didn't ask this word for word but pretty much asking like what habits and what things i try to do to like stay motivated and stay like keep going and pushing and I'm like pushing forward pretty much and I was wondering I gave him some his, him some tips but I was wondering what you would say in that situation I don't know if there's one person that's really good at building habits between the two of us I feel like you build them really well <coughs> uh go ahead i mean sometimes it's like it's weird because i fall in and out of habits just like everything else like i do i it goes in spurts where i'm really focused in and tuned in and like doing it and then i don't do it for a while like reading like i was reading yeah. a book pretty much every two weeks to three weeks and now i'm like i haven't read a my, i haven't finished my book i've had for since christmas yeah. <laughs> but I am doing other things like in replacing my time with that to like wake up a little later and, you know, and enjoy a, a decent breakfast I made. And then, yeah, I at night I try to brush Lena now. And it's like I think about yeah. the give and take I do. It's just right. It, it's always constant going. But that was definitely 
I told him like to like one of honestly my biggest ways to keep motivated and it's usually like I would say at this point it's just discipline but I know how it feels to get motivated and it's like every Monday I listen to these two guys and their fitness podcast like the Canadian version of you and me but way more jacked and way more dedicated to fitness (laughs) (laughs) and they uh they have a motivational podcast every Monday. I listen to it, and that's like literally how I start my morning off every Monday. Like, get on a winning streak. That's what it, yep. pretty much what I was saying. And I mean, that's like one thing that I do, though. Like, like what would you say? Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I would say discipline, just like figuring out what works for you to become, like, to be successful in in growing your discipline. Because once you can start controlling, like not letting other things control you and you have self-control and you build, build that discipline, you just, it, it rolls into positive energy and it kind of just builds on itself. So like for me working out, I always, I've taught it. I've always been active, but like for seriously working out, I set like really strict goals for myself and that helped me become disciplined. But then I burned out because I was just like, went really hard and which was a good thing because I feel like I needed that to get the, get to the discipline. But then I also learned like what I really liked and disliked and what I could get rid of and what I could keep and then what I wanted to focus on more next. So like kind of just like moving forward and uh, like just, just keeping myself motivated by having discipline because I know how much worse I feel when I'm not. And it's easier to be, it's easier to give into the other, like the, the negative, not the negative voice, but the, the voice that talks you into staying on the couch for longer, the voice that talks you into not, you know, flossing your teeth at night, like just really basic routines and habits that like, once you can get control of all, like some of those areas, then you're able to focus even more on how you want to improve other areas. Yeah. No, I like that. I I like what you said. It's like start small. Like that's why I really liked Atomic Habits. Like I I liked the first part of it by uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I liked the first part of it and like just just learning that mindset. Like a small act a day adds up. Like and and that's obviously like kind of cliche, but it's very true. It's it's what i've tried to live by since i've pretty much read that it's just like every day i'm doing like i haven't had the motivation to lift heavy and to do like a bunch of long workouts lately it's been this year pretty much this whole year it's just been 20 to 30 like on a good day 45 minute workout it's like that it's just enough to get me in the right mindset and like that's one little thing you know just trying to read reading a little bit's always always feels good it's like mental it's like lifting for your brain (laughs) i mean there's a lot of other little things i know you fall in and out of shit too josh like i would say walking that's one i'm really consistent with that always makes me feel better but and i know not everybody wants to do things like that but like you said it's when you choose to be lazy and you make it hard on yourself 
in a different way. It's like it's hard to live a disciplined life, but damn, it feels a lot better than living a life where I just fucking like how I felt a couple years ago, just unmotivated and, you know, I'm going to die because I don't do anything for myself and I just I wanted to die. It's like I don't feel like that anymore and it feels damn good. But finding that discipline is hard (laughs) or learning to be disciplined if you're not like somebody that's inclined to be. But this kid that I'm talking about, he's he's a disciplined kid. He's going to be fine. Like I'm like, bro, you just like you just got to find some a career you're passionate about or something, a hobby you're passionate about, like find something. It can be yep. anything. Yep. And finding new things and trying new things. And I tell you this all the time. And that's like a, this is a piece of advice I give to other people, too, is just like especially when you need some growth is like trying something new is really extremely important. And that might, you might find us, you know, that motivation and that discipline that you needed. But if you just keep doing the same old, same old, like I was telling you this past weekend, like when I watched kill Tony and Tony asked the contestants, like who, or what do you do for a hobby? Like, what do you do on the weekends? And when people are sitting there and thinking and thinking and thinking, and then like the only thing they can come up with is drinking or smoking. I'm like, it's kind of sad for me because I could see, like I've seen way too many people that just everything revolves around that. So like try something new. (laughs) Yeah, I've been that, I've been that person many times myself. So it's like, what, what can you try that's new? That's going to open different doors in your life. It's going to open new things for your mind. It's going to open new connections. Like you're going to meet new people. Like some, one of the reasons I'm so motivated is just some of the people that I've met, like surrounding myself with other people that are very motivated. And I think my friends and people I'm really closest to really do that. It's like they constantly provide me. I'm not like trying to compare myself to them, but I'm learning from them as humans. You know, I could list off 10 people that, I've modeled like a certain aspect of my habits around just because they were that, you know, they were that good at it. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. that's something that you're great at. And like the people you've surrounded yourself with and I've met have motivated the hell out of me. Like I, that's one, one of the biggest motivating things in my life. It's like, not only are you and Kurt, two people that like hold me up to a standard, which I love. Like, I have friends that can do it, too. Yeah, it's important. What else is what else is new on. uh, On your Wednesday? Not much. I felt like a bus hit me the last couple days. (laughs) Other than that, it feels I feel pretty good to be 30. I don't even know if it was like having alcohol for the first time in months or if it was, oh, I know what it was. It was a combination of it all. But the the part that got me the worst was staying up till like three or four in the morning and getting up at like early. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't done that in a while either. Like just binge drink, like in binge drink for me is like <laughs> six beers, but that's like me getting me fucked up because <laughs> I'm smoking yeah. a little bit too. So. I'm gonna be crossfaded, and yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. 
Like yesterday, I still didn't feel human. Today, I'm feeling decently human. Hopefully, tomorrow's better. (laughs) (laughs) It's I don't know, and I had I've had some crazy ass dreams the last couple nights. It's like I really don't care to have like crazy dreams. (laughs) It's almost draining. Oh, I love it. I know. I, know. I feel like I, I don't know. It feels like, like I don't play video games, but it feels like a more like fun video game to me. It's like a movie. Do you think, do you think like humans were meant to dream for a reason or do you think it's just oh. like to keep us occupied while we're not doing anything physically? I don't know. Sometimes I take the spiritual route and I feel like it, it's mean something. Like I've one wondered if like sometimes when you see people especially that are dead in your dreams if it's like them trying to reach you but that's the hippie spiritual side of me that (laughs) wonders about that what's the rational side of you think i mean your brain is our brains are extremely powerful so you're constantly daydreaming all the time as you're you know going throughout your day and you're constantly talking to yourself you're just not consciously always aware of the, the voice, your voice that's like guiding you. So like, it's not surprising that that doesn't turn off. Like as you're going through your sleep cycle, the way I think about it is your intuition, like that voice that talks to you always goes two ways. Do you feel like that's like just our brains thinking of simultaneous things or do you think like that's that is the power above that like people talk about because that's kind of how i see it it's like god is like what people what most people would consider their god or like in the same sense that i would consider it is the good voice above you like the good voice to lead you down the path I don't know. I don't think that's how I really look at it. I think about it more like in order to survive as humans, you like evolutionary or like through evolution, we would just have like some of these things built in and problem solving is something that humans can rationally do. So when like something comes up, like your mind tries to solve, like what's the best, you know, route to take for success in, in all these small choices. I always feel like in terms of religion, like if you are truly following religion, I think it's weird to think about it as being like one person. Cause I feel like, you know, I feel like there's all different people on earth that you come across that have the traits of all those people. Like if you're, if we're talking about the Bible, for example. So like, I think all those, all the people that you meet and the effect that they have on you and how they can guide you and things like that. I feel those are more religious, you know, I don't think about those as being like God or, you know, as an angel or as a shepherd or whatever. I'm not super religious, so I don't know all the terms, but that's how I think about it. And your voice is just your intuition trying to solve the problem based on your previous experiences, whatever that may be. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a good way to look at it. I don't know. I like to believe what I believe, though. I like. Th- I think that's one other thing. Like, 
if I had to like talk on that subject a little more is what keeps me motivated is like finding finally finding like a a spiritual side of myself yeah yeah that's helpful i think that helps create discipline too and just helps you kind of that's why i don't i encourage anybody to just be spiritual in some sort of way i'd agree because that's it's a it's kind of an art of self-reflection like if you are truly like following a religion like you're looking within yourself to try to to build those qualities that in these stories that have been passed down for you know since the creation of man and when they could write it down and so you have to really self-reflect and take a look in the mirror at your own self I think a lot of religions get kind of like a bad rap, so it's easy to kind of see the bad, but there's good and bad in everything. So, and I never, I never think of people as being, even when they are bad, I don't think of them as being like naturally evil. I think everybody has like choices and your choices kind of help you help reflect whether or not you go down the good path or the bad path and but everybody has goodness in them. Yeah. I don't know. There's some, there's some people I question that (laughs) I do question that, but I like to think that I like to think that everybody has some sort of empathy or sympathy because they know how it feels to be a human. Yeah. But I know some people literally can't feel that emotion. (laughs) Just like right. their brain doesn't doesn't connect to that emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just being like spiritual or at least even in tune with yourself and your your intuition is the the number one way to keep yourself like sane in this life. I feel like everybody can go a little crazy in their own way. And mm-hmm. like you have to be able to wrangle yourself down because if I haven't learned one thing in, or if I've learned one thing in my 22, almost 23 years of life, it's you fucking pull yourself up by your own bootstraps the majority of the time. Like friends, family, they're there to, to assist, but you know, that's on your shoulders. Like most of it. Yeah, I agree. I think, that's like something that's really important to me is it's easy for me to say like to just pull yourself up, but it's easy for me to say because I've had a, like a good, a, amazing family to support me and always have like that safety net. And I've always had friends that were, were there and willing to help me. So it's easy to think about it that way, but I also understand other people's situations are also different, but I tell kids every day, you can't, the moment that you start feeling bad for yourself and believing that the world owes you something, it's going to be very difficult. So the sooner that you can let go of, let go of that and, and not have any apathy for apathy for yourself, then just moving, moving forward and trying to find the best way out and the best way forward. Cause nobody's gonna feel for you. At a certain point, it's going to be forgotten and like you have to find a way to, to keep moving forward. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I I do understand where you're coming from. Very very blessed to have come from what I came from, and like I know a lot of people don't start with that head start like I had. I feel, and I mean I I don't I don't feel like I have to apologize for it like a lot of people do nowadays, which is weird to me. But it's like it could have went other ways too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. I, that's what I don't like either. I, I don't think any, I don't have to apologize for that. And I wouldn't apologize for it because it would be an insincere apology. Like rather than, I don't, I don't, I'm not a super boastful person. So like, I understand that for me, I kind of, I wouldn't call it a head start, but my start was just in a different spot than some other people's. And I try to use, what I was given to spread that to other people, you know, even, even if I can't do it in, in terms of monetary, uh, reasons, just like trying to find ways to improve their life. That's, that's what I think a teacher does. So it comes kind of natural for me because I deal with these kids that are just come from something that I can't even really understand, but I can still make a really good impact on them. So just pay it forward. Just pay it forward, and if you're if you're fortunate enough to, yep. Because everybody's just human, so we gotta be in it together. That's a good way to put it. We uh, I saw I saw something. Well, I have a I that's another thing. I have an app on my phone that like just always has motivational quotes, and it's a widget on the top of my screen, and it. And it always has a good one. And like the one day it said, sometimes all all you have to do today, like do in a day is be humble and be kind. And I'm like, that's so simple. And like fucking, I think Tim McGraw has a song about it or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but it's so damn true. Like if you just mm-hmm. are a good person, like good things come your way. Yeah, it's a bench principle. The energy you put out is the energy you receive. Mm-hmm. Oh man, thirty years old. <laughs> it's hard to believe you're you're literally halfway to sixty. Yeah, you'll have gray hair well, before you know it. I already have gray hair, but a lot. I've got. <laughs> we finally don't have to wear masks at school, and I got a. I've got a lot of funny comments, but. Most kids are surprised that I have a beard. Really? One kid's one kid's like, Mr. Fritz, you got a, a like tiny mouth. I wasn't expecting your mouth to be that small. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Becky told me it's a good thing because it makes you look younger. So I was like, all right, cool. And some other kids were like, Mr. Fritz, how old are you going to be? I'm like, I'm going to be 30 this year. Uh, you look 23. I'm like, hell yes, I do. <laughs> That's hell a good yes, compliment. Fucking ass, yeah. kick, ass kissers are trying to get a better grade or something. Mm-hmm. I always tell them, I'm like, just hold up. Let me get in the sunlight and move a little closer. You'll see all the gray hairs in the side of my head. All the gray hairs and the wrinkles on your forehead. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any other good thoughts? I had a... One of my good thoughts today was... I was thinking about how much nutrition has impacted my like mental health. And I, I was thinking about it cause I was like, I want to discuss it long form because 
I I've seen videos on it and I know like some of what it does, but I think it's really cool that just starting to eat a little bit better is like one of the best things that you can do for your mental health too. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that that's, that's helped you a lot too. I know cause it's helped me personally, but like, I feel like you started eating healthier. Not that you've ate like shit, like very bad for a long time or anything, but just being more conscious of it. I think Becky's probably helped you with that. Yeah, for sure. She's helped me a lot with that. But I also, it it feels good because I feel like everybody should explore, like with diet and diet kind of the word, people think like, oh, they kind of get scared away by that word because they assume it means like you have to cut something and eat some nasty ass food. But I'm just saying like in general, your diet, like, you know, changing is a good thing because it will really help you figure out if you're in tune with your body or really help you figure out what you function best on or like how how much food you feel better like eliminating this like i've never done an elimination diet per se but just like added things in over time and got rid of some other things over time and i just feel like much better like going up north when we got left the airport i hadn't eaten since lunch and it was you know, we met mom in Emily city at 10 30, whatever time it was. And I could have easily went to fast food, but I just knew that if I ate fast food, I was going to feel shitty. Like my stomach would feel shitty, but also like mentally I would feel shitty because I've worked really hard to like get that under control and not, not feel like I even crave it because I know what that food is. Uh, so I just got like went to the store, got a cliff bar, got a water, got some snacks and made it up north. And then I had a, like a little sandwich when I got up there. And like that alone just made me feel more confident in myself. I was like, okay, I got good self-control going into a weekend where I knew there was going to be a lot of, a, a lot of drinking. So like in having self-control, like drinking, like I still had so much fun, but also I kept it in check. You know, I can't imagine what I would have been feeling like if I would have gotten blasted, blasted drunk. Yeah. That's the, that's the wiseness that comes from being 30. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You've done it too many times to yourself. You know better. Yeah. But I also like trying new food. You really get to kind of open their palate to all the different choices. Like when somebody is afraid to eat a food that is especially like a vegetable or something, but then they'll put in like some, I don't know, little Caesar's pizza in their mouth. I'm just like, well, realistically, this is like, this doesn't, your logic doesn't make much sense because you could try something new and actually realize that it's actually really tasty. Yeah. I think that's a a huge point. Like it was on my mind this afternoon and like coincidentally my client was saying that he like he broke down and went and got McDonald's for lunch or something and it's like not what he wanted to do but he ended up eating it and then he said he noticed like right away like he was tired and lethargic and he said <laughs> he's like I didn't want to do shit but I had to get up and keep moving because it was the only way I, I felt decent. 
And I'm yeah. like, that's good that you're like, that's what I'm trying to teach people more than like telling them eat this, like, here's your <laughs> diet. Like, here's exactly what you should eat. How many calories? Like, no, you're, you're a fucking human. I know you're going to make mistakes. Just like I make mistakes, like eating way too much bullshit food sometimes. But if you're in tune at least enough to know that you don't feel good and that you're not going to repeat that, that's where a lot of progress can be made. Yeah, for sure. I had like, I got pizza for my basketball party yesterday and there was leftovers and I had, I had two pieces of pizza for lunch and all afternoon. I just, I felt like a snail. I was tired. I didn't want to like move. And I was just like, I already wasn't feeling a hundred percent. And then I put something like that into my body and it just made me feel like sludge. I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. That's why I asked you on our way home if you were going to get pizza or subs because I figured you probably have a little bit. And I know that pizza is not your go-to and probably not exactly what you want to get your kids, but definitely like the cheaper option. It's not like you're fucking yeah. Mr. Moneybags over here. Yeah, no, I'm coaching fucking <laughs> sixth to eighth grade basketball at a middle school. Uh, try and earn some fucking income, extra income. Yeah. yeah. Do it for the money. Spend money to pay the kid or to get the kids pizza. It's for a great. It was, it was a great time, but also, yeah, of course, I ate some, and I gave like gave it away to my coworkers too because I told them I was like, I don't want to eat all this, so uh, everybody, please help me because if not, I'm gonna be throwing it away. <laughs> yeah, but diet. I, that's what I'm excited for. My 30s, like going into my 20s, I was just learning about it. Like once I got in college, I started to learn a lot about my nutrition just from, you know becoming a PE teacher really and having to take it, take nutrition and, and learn about how your, how your body actually functions. So I was able to kind of start that process, but was very amateur in comparison to even like where you are at, at almost 23. So I'm excited at 30 for me and then like you're super into it. So it's, it's like fun to see your progression. Becky's super into food and, in nutrition so it's like really easy to ask her questions and get really you know knowledgeable information and then of course like james is one of my best friends and yeah he's a professional chef so like that's cool and a lot of my friends really like food i had something we bond over is food so <laughs> it is good food but it's like <laughs> bonding over good food is it, it is like a different relationship like just bonding over good food is a good ass time. Like people that took their time to make the the dish and it's good and it's not just something that's ordered and processed and delivered. Like that's cool. It like yeah. food is almost like a a language in itself. And it was like in that Anthony Bourdain book I read, he described it perfectly. Yeah he'd be the person to describe it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. That's something even like, especially when we live in Hong Kong, like having different holidays with our friends versus our family. And we got to try new foods and contribute different foods. Like at Anna, she had a Swedish Christmas. It was amazing until I threw it all up on her back porch. <laughs> you were just telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, it's like a bonding thing for sure. Like I love being around home because people love to barbecue and, and do that kind of stuff around home. So I love bonding over that. I just need to become a better cook myself or better chef, better pit master, better grill master or something myself. Yeah. Yeah. Find your niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about you because I went to Aldi today and I, you sent that picture last night. Of, I think last night uh, you made salmon and I was like, Ooh, oh yeah, some good salmon, like cooked with the right spices and cooked rice. Fucking amazing. So I bought some of that and then I got some shrimp and like I was just looking at the groceries I was putting on the like on the scanner to get scanned or on the belt to get scanned. I was like, it's crazy where I like how I used to shop compared to this yeah. and what I used to think yeah. was healthy. Yeah, agreed. But I think that goalpost is always going to change. Like I know like a year or two from now, I'm going to hopefully be eating different meals like and trying different things and, you know, finding new recipes and new, new foods to try. Like I always yeah. want to be, I think that's like one thing. And I think that's, this might be like one of the biggest reasons that I and you probably relate to Joe Rogan and like is part of the reason we started our own podcast is because we're both like curious people Mm -hmm. and like curious in in ways more than just like asking questions but like curious to try new foods and curious to learn a new hobby and curious to you know like teach something new I think right I think that's a good a good trait but it just yeah it's interesting because it it does depend on who you surround yourself with like yeah how many questions you can ask and like you Mm -hmm. can get very stalemated in in it and stuck in your ways very easily just depending on for sure for sure i was just thinking going back to college one of my favorite things to do was go to olive garden and get the buy one take one you buy the meal and you get to take one to go. Oh my god, it was probably just three thousand calories of <laughs> bullshit. And tonight, Becky's gonna buy me some Baltimore peel and eat steamed tossed in Old Bay shrimp, and they are gonna be little protein poppers dipped in some cocktail sauce, and it's gonna be. Just what the doctor ordered for my birthday. Sorry, I missed some of that. Lena ran in the house with fucking poop on her. <laughs> oh, jeez. Becky also made me a rainbow chip cake. Which I was... I mean, beggars can't be choosers. You know I'm... Alright, yeah. well, I gotta do... I'm gonna give Lena a bath. <laughs> oh, the joys all right uh, Becky shit all over the bathroom the other morning was all smeared i was like uh becky uh, uh you need to come home from the gym dog made a mess <laughs> fucking dogs but yeah. i'll uh i'll be talking to you love you all right happy birthday. love you too thanks brother